Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another version of Bill Roden on Sports. Uh, we're kind of on the road here. I'm uh, speaking to you mobily somewhere about 20 miles outside of Beaumont, Texas. Uh-oh. Be, be careful. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I know. Here, here uh, I'm on the road and speaking to uh, the great Jamal Murphy back in Brooklyn. Jamal, what's going on? I'm good. I'm, I'm actually uh, in Manhattan right now, lower Manhattan, uh, setting up shop. Oh, okay. But, yeah, you know, close enough. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, with electronics and technology, you know, the world is our oyster. For sure. Um, as they say, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know Texas is, yeah, I know that's kind of different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're, okay. So you were you were at you were at obviously you were at the national championship game in Tampa. Now in you're Tampa. now you're in Texas. So yeah, know. yeah. I, I drove down from New York uh, to uh, Tampa, mm-hmm. and now I'm driving across, um, heading heading out west, heading to uh, you know Las Vegas, and you know. Checking on my, uh, you know, my stepmom and make sure she's okay. And I, I wanted to go by the Sundance, the Sundance Film Festival, which is uh, in in uh, Utah. Um, but I'm not sure if I'm going to make that because I, I need to check in. But uh, yeah. Um, but uh, no, man, it's been you know been a uh, you know been a very scenic scenic trip and. Then, you know, I'm still thinking about the champ- the uh, championship game. Um, yeah, what's that? That was me messing with the mic. <laughs> sorry about oh. that. That's all right. Well, I guess I guess in you know in podcasts you're allowed those kind of things, right? Exactly. Like, the be- the beauty of uh, podcasting. Yeah. yeah, it can be imperfect, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So, um, um, you know, we had the game. Obviously, was Monday and. Uh, uh, it's kind of, you know, as we get close to the weekend and the NFL, the NFL, per usual, gobbles up everything. But right. I think that game was that game was good enough and terrific enough to merit a couple minutes of conversation because it really was a great college football game. I mean, it really was. Yeah, no, it was a it was a great game. I actually, you know, I actually fell asleep. You know, it was on so late, I fell asleep what? in the fourth quarter and woke up to uh, Sports Center highlights. Seeing that Clemson had won, oh I, man! But I, you know, I went back and oh, uh, I went back and watched it on the on DVR, so I I did see it. But it was it was anticlimactic. Uh, I mean, just I fell asleep thinking Alabama was going to win. I wake up and I couldn't believe Clemson had won on a, on a, in a thriller. Yeah, no, it was a great game. I mean, even even Alabama coming back with uh, you know uh, you know uh, I think Clemson has scored, and in fact, I was telling a friend of mine. Uh, you know, we were watching the game via text. I said, okay, now let's see what young Mr. Hurts does. Right. And so, of course, this cat marched him right down, man. Right. And, uh, Lord, then I said, oh, boy, a little too much time left. But the fans were going crazy. It was a great atmosphere. And, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, Clemson came down and uh, my man, um, uh, you know, the Clemson quarterback. Yeah, Desha- uh, Deshaun Watson, Watson came through. Big time. He came, he came through. You know, hit the, the one white guy on the field, caught the winning touchdown. <laughs> uh, what was his name? J, uh, Jalen? No, no. What's his name? Oh, Hunter Renfro. No, Hunter James. Renfro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Hunter Renfro. Back, I think he caught two touchdowns. Right, right. Yeah, he came through. Oh, yeah. You know, short he the short through. the short-handed receiver comes through with the uh, with the game winner. Because I'm, I'm surprised they didn't give him the most valuable player before. <laughs> <laughs> they probably tried, but they, you can't do that. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, uh, no, it was it was really uh, you know that's pretty much all you can say. You know, it was um, you know, an exceptional game, and um, I spoke to to Bobby Williams, who was the uh, one of the Alabama coaches, used to be the head coach at uh, Michigan State, the brother. Right. And of course, you know, he's come up with a lot of people with crestfallen. No, he was you know he's always he wasn't like just you know boo-hooing anything, but he said, oh, man, this is tough, and and it was, I, I, I can't even imagine how, 
you know, I'm sure they felt as bad as they felt good last year, where, you know, when the tables were returned. Right. When when Alabama pulled out. Um, but I said, you know, when you have a great game like this, it's kind of like when you were watching Ali, when I was watching Ali and Frazier, mm-hmm. that there comes a point when, when that, that kind of classic matchup, it gets beyond rooting interest. Right. You know, who, you know, it just, I mean, you're just marveling at the level of competition. Right. You know. Yeah, a lot of big yeah. plays. Uh, you know, Mike Williams had a, had some big catches. Like you said, both quarterbacks showed up. You know, I heard people complaining about uh, Hertz's Jalen Hurts's performance for Alabama, but I mean, when when push came to shove, he he drove them down the field for the, for the at the time the go ahead touchdown, and, and he was just outdone by the better quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, you know, what do you want the guy to do? Well, I mean, you know, they, they've got a defense too. You right, know. right, right. Uh, you know, not like, he, and he's a freshman, so it wasn't like you know he's gonna make mincemeat out of anybody. Right. Um, you know, but it's great. Although uh, Bobby did say something very interesting when we were speaking after the game. He said, "Well, yeah, you know, we, we got this young kid. You know, he got a little growing up to do, but you know, so I don't know what happened. Is he <laughs> going up on the field? Or, I don't know what happened. But right. I said, "Oh, really? I right. guess we'll explore that later." Right. Who knows? Who knows what Saban did to him? Got to be careful. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he declares if he declares for the draft. We know something happened. Right. Um, exactly. I suspect. I suspect you. He's not like Calipari, where he wants all the freshmen to leave. Right. <laughs> so right. 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 And plus, you know, football. You know, they, they got the age. They got the age uh, restriction, so he can't go anywhere anyway. Or at least he can't go to yeah, the NFL yeah. yet. Right. Yeah. Well. Uh, at least the college basketball players go and play in Europe or something. You know, right. they can't play, go play college basketball in like Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. That's a uniquely American thing. Um, so yeah, good time with that. But oh, you know, I was down here for um, you know for the unde- the undefeated ESPN is the undefeated. Right. I'm a writer at Lawrence College, and um, I wrote a piece that um, that went up today about. Um, you know, as great as the game was, I just am always um, struck by the, the 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 divide between the young black players on the field and, like, you know, just the industry is white everywhere else. Right. You know, in, in the in the press box. Right. You know, there may have been four black folks, and you know, you look at the event, you know, stadium, a uh, stadium operations, the event staff, and all that. I mean, it's like, you know. Black folks are just so not part of this industry that it's just, uh, I use the phrase that the New York Times public editor used a couple of weeks ago when she referred to the newsroom as blinding whiteness. Right. And the same thing here is just, you know, you realize that uh, uh, despite all these black folks on the field and, and young black kids, which, you know, you would think would provide a, um, a pretty great talent for it's pretty, um, you know, it's, it's pretty incredible. And, and it's been like this. It's been like this. Well, I've been going to press box for 30-something years. It's been like this almost, well, like 30-something years. I mean, right. you yeah. know. Not it's, much uh, change, right? Yeah, not really. I mean, you know, now when you look at the college football playoffs, the, the organization that puts it on, you know, uh, Bill Hancock is the executive director. And, uh, uh, you know, on his staff, he's got some black folks on his staff. He's got the young black woman who I interviewed, Leila, uh, Leila Brock, right. um, uh, who's on the staff, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, couple, uh, Albert White is on the staff. You know, he's got a lot of women on the staff. So that's the word. But, I mean, just everything else, man, is just really incredible. And I think what Leila was saying is that a lot of times people, you know, these guys are, after you get past being a coach and athletic director, you know, how vast the industry is, how, how much other stuff you can do. Right. And uh, they just, you know, they, so a lot of it is that they don't know, and I don't know if people, you know, breaking their backs to tell them. But, um, right, but you yeah. know, so that's why I wrote uh, today, yeah. Yeah, right. but also, I mean, you mentioned the talent pool uh, that's there, and, and you're talking about pl- players and ex-players once they're, once they're no longer playing the game, but, but a lot, you know, a lot of the 
the people, the white people who are participating in other areas of the game, they never played at all. So you have that pool. You have that pool also for for minorities. You know, people who never play the game who are just fans, and they're not getting a chance right. either. Right, right, right. Um, and you know, I, I guess part of the reason for writing the is okay. Now, how do we, you know, how do we bridge this divide? You know, how do we get more folks? Into the in the industry, not just as as uh, as coaches, which is hard enough, uh, and athletic directors, but you know, to get into the old idea of event production and stadium management and all this stuff, you know, how do you, you know, how do you, how do we break into this stuff? So, right. um, you know, that was that was, you know, my contribution. It's funny on on fly uh, on Sunday during the press conference. I think you know I. I I asked a question right. of Saban and uh, and uh, Dabo Swinney. So so you know, I, about, so I heard from uh, from the Twitter reaction. Yeah, I know. Yeah, people out leaving the road. He's not with the time, different organizations, same old stuff. Right, right. People for some reason people are upset that you asked uh, you know a question about uh, you know what you know the lack of black coaching. People didn't like that for some reason. It's pretty weird. Come on, Bill. Jesus Christ, come on. We're trying to have some fun here. Right, right. <laughs> we enjoy ourselves. Stick to sports, Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, 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 which you again, never have. Even in that room. Yeah, right. Well, but even in that room, Jamal, there were like maybe three black guys. Right. And it's so funny that a, a people, you know, a couple people, black and white, came up to me afterwards, you know, of course. Yeah, yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, but it, it is, you know, you have this room of like, you know, maybe 200, you know, reporters. And I, I can imagine for a young black guy or woman, a reporter, even if you want to ask that question, Nick Saban, you know, you're kind of intimidated. Right. You know, that, wow, am I going to, I don't know, am I going to ask that question, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, but, it's, you know, it's nerve wracking enough asking any question, but if, you know, the the harder the question, yes, well, the more the more you know the more nerve wracking it is. But you know it pays off. Right, right. What's the hardest question that you have asked so far in in your uh, in your uh, in your in your journey as uh, a as a uh, what's journalist? The hardest question. That's a good. Uh, so I can, far, I can't. You know, I, um. You can say none, none of the above. Yeah, none of the above, really. You know, I've asked, I've asked, uh, you know, questions about, uh, you know, bias and and stuff like that to you know John Thompson the third. It wasn't hard to do. Uh, you know, Jay Billis gave me a couple of good answers in terms of uh, people protesting. Um, but you know, I mean, you know, as a young as a young person in the business. It's it's pretty nerve wracking period, you know. You try to rack your brain for, you know. You you hope every question is a is a is a good question, you know. You you have that, you always have that nervousness in you, like oh, I hope I hope, uh, you know, this is a I hope this is a good enough question, you know. So, but I but I think you know it pays off. I mean, you need to like what I've learned from you is that you need you know nobody else is going to ask these questions. So if if this is what is important to you, you need to not be afraid to ask those questions, and then people appreciate it, like you said, after the fact. Oh, yeah, and everybody use that the answer in their in their stories, you know. Right. You know, uh, whether it's about race or whatever, uh, um, um, you know, uh, you know, and like you said, you know, nobody is going to ask these questions. Right. You know. Right. So it's automatically news. Like if you're if you're the only person right. if if you're coming only person coming from that angle, then you're the only you know. That answer is going to be news because no one else would would ever think to ask it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and I, that's what I was thinking when I came in. I said, "Well, you know, if I don't ask this question, and then it's not like you're going to, you know, you're not going to get them again. You're not going to get right. like, you know, get them walking off the stage. And if you don't ask it, then you're not going to see them again. Right. And then you'll be you'll be angry, you know, because you know you didn't ask your question." Right. Uh, I mean, no matter what it is. So, you know, you're right. I mean, even as long as I've been doing it, you know, you got to ask these questions, identify yourself, and people are listening. And then, like you said, you got you get the tweets. You know, people say, "Can you believe Roden?" And uh, you know, um, <laughs> hey, 
Hey, man, that's Twitter, as you know. Yeah, yeah, it was all good. So, um, yeah, so, um, but, you know, that column was up online. And, uh, and you, you and know, that is it, that. Yeah, I mean, and you also you also talk to, uh, I mean, uh, Clemson has has a uh, a black offensive coordinator, right? That you spoke to. Right. Yeah, Tony Elliott. Uh, they call him a co co coordinator. Okay. Okay. Then, yeah, yeah, but but yeah, Tony Elliott. He was pretty good. I mean, he talked about we were talking about the roadmap, you know, and you know, he was saying that, you know, for a lot of the black kids on the team, you know, they all know. They've got role models in terms of being NFL athletes, right? Or be, you know, because you know a lot of, you know, you know they know how to do that. Right. Um, but if you talk about, well, what about being an NFL head coach or college? And then it's kind of like, well, wait a minute, you know, what, how do we do that? You right. know, um, you know, because the, the the roadmap, the roadmap there is a little is a little less clear, right? About you know, you know how to do that. You know, as he says, it's more relationship driven maybe than ever. Right, and, and right, and, yeah. and as all, you always mention that, that another difference is that it's in in the case of on the field, it's you know it's it's no doubt ninety five percent of the time it's merit based, whereas in terms of coaching, like you said, relationship based, it changes completely. So there, there's definitely much less of a roadmap. Yeah, you know, even after the. Uh, after everybody left Monday, the um, a bunch of high school kids came in. I think this was like they were hosting the national music competition, mm-hmm. you know. And it was so, all, you know, parents coming, everybody's nervous. And, and I was talking to one of the guys, a kid. And he said, you know, it's it's a lot of that is subjective too. You have these competitions, and you know the judges are, you know, somewhat subjective. Right. And we are comparing that to sports, and he said, well, you know. Uh, when uh when uh hurts Jalen Hurts scores, it's not like you know referees. Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> right, yeah, right. You know when when uh when Renfro caught the pass, I said, well, yeah, but he didn't really quite catch it. He didn't, you know, I mean, right. you either score or you don't. Right. You know, and that that you know black folks tend to do well in in those. I mean, even gymnastics is kind of tough until you had you know people like um you know the sister um. You know, uh, in the Olympics, they come along, and then they're just so spectacular that there's just no doubt. But you know, um, in those subjective things, we tend to, we, you know, we do better when when it's when it's finite. Right. That's why we do better, you know, in the blood sports like basketball, football. Right, and I cut you. I think I cut you off, but you know, you were talking about um, asking asking you know the question of Saban and Dabo. Uh, and obviously, you got some 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 uh, hateration as far as the uh, the Twitter the Twitter responses were concerned. But what what did, what did they say in in response to your questions? Um, I forgot. No, they uh, <laughs> um, you know, Saban Saban said, yeah, you know, it was really, you know, it was really important that you know he said, you know, role models are very important. You know, the guys see people look like them. So you have a lot of young African American kids on the team. It's important that they see people who look like them uh, on the staff. And uh, and he tried to create opportunities. You know, you could only have four graduate assistants. That's where a lot of people um, get their start as grad assistants. Right. And I know I spoke to uh, the head coach of Colorado. He's suggesting having a fifth grad assistant and earmarking it just for minority candidates. Mm. Um, and I thought Sweeney was very uh, important. He was good because he said, you know, well, I tell kids when they come here that there's more than just scoring touchdowns. You could be an athletic director. If you come here. You could do other things. You know. There, I think there's a uh, there, there's a there's an awareness um, on the part of you know coaches. It just depends on who's going to do the right thing. What which college president is going to do the right thing? You know who's going to who's going to say okay we're going to we're going to take this shot. We're not going to keep rehiring these same old white guys. You know. Uh, who get fired? We're gonna, you know, we're gonna take a shot. Like it, it's in the pros, but you know, uh, Denver. Right. You know, Denver had first time coach today. Right. Right. Um, Joseph. Uh, Joseph. Uh, was it, uh, Vance Joseph. Lance right? Joseph. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and you know that that could have been due uh, to the Rooney Rule, uh, which is controversial, mm-hmm. 
Um, but in, in 2015, they they interviewed uh, Joseph for the position and they ultimately hired Kubiak. And then, you know, now mm-hmm. Kubiak steps down and they, and John Elway has, you know, has to hire another coach and he, and he ends up uh, hiring Joseph, who he had interviewed previously and, and must have, it must have been a good interview. So, that, so it shows you how things can work. Yeah. I didn't they kind of weighed all these things, and at some point, well, why not? <laughs> you know, you got we got all these black guys on the team. You know, uh, why not? And uh, it's up to him right. whether he's going to succeed. You know, I mean, there are a lot of factors, but why not give him a shot? Right. So you know, uh, and and the question becomes: Could there be a Rooney Rule at the college level? I know I, I asked um, a lot of people that. And, you know, the answer was, well, no, because, you know, we got all, we got more than 1,400 schools and, mm. you know, and, you know, I said, well, but wait a minute, you've got, you've got a, teams can get programmed to sanction if they don't have the right, the high, a high enough APR, right. you know, so that, that doesn't stop you from sanctioning people. So, you know, I think people get a little nervous when you, when you try to attach it to hiring and. You know, you know, but I, I think it's, it's clearly something needs to happen throughout the industry and probably the, the media too. Oh, you know, for sure. We're just media's worse. Right, know? right, yeah. right. And then yeah. you know, it goes it goes hand in hand because the media is supposedly uh, the watchdog, right? But if you don't have if you don't right, have any exactly. diversity in the media, what what do they care? And like, and it goes back to what we were talking about before in terms of asking questions. I mean, does the media care? doesn't sound like it if you're the only person in there asking questions about it and then when you ask a question people get pissed off <laughs> right 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 well that, that's that'll always be the case and, and you know unfortunately in this country but, yeah yeah, but, yeah so, but, so you know, it was good and i think you know I'm, I'm happy i was able to you know to write the column and uh right. you know it was a great game so um you know um we should probably take a take a quick break and uh you know, come back and we'll we'll talk about um, you know. I mean, the real football shouldn't denigrate. The real football starts <laughs> this weekend with NFL playoffs. Right. And right. I am, you know, I am kind of excited to see that. So let's take a uh, little break. I'm, you know, I'm down here. Uh, you know, Bill Roden on Sports here near Beaumont, Texas. Are mm. uh, driving driving west, and uh, Jabal Murphy holding it down. Uh, in Manhattan. So let's take a break, Jamal. We'll be right back. I say everybody wants to live. But nobody wants to cry. Everybody wants to go to heaven. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to um, another version of Bill Roden on Sports on the Road. I'm speaking to you from a destination outside of Beaumont, Texas, driving west, hands-free, of course. Uh, (laughs) How how much longer is the trip until you get to Vegas? How many hours you got to go? Uh, Don't even ask. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm just going to... Just keep driving. <laughs> Don't run out of gas. I hear you. Um, yeah, I'll get there. Uh, you know, Friday sometime. Okay. You know? Okay. We're speaking to you today is Thursday, so um, yeah. And I'm not. You know, for me, I, I do enjoy driving. I've always enjoyed driving, and um, the key thing always is uh, just not really necessarily have to be somewhere. I mean, I you know, when I was driving down from New York to Tampa, I made sure to give myself enough time that. You know, I got there comfortably. Right. And um, you know, same thing with with uh, with this. But um, you know, the last time I drove across country was uh, before the uh, Athens Olympics. I drove out uh, to um, for the uh, track and field trials at San Jose, mm-hmm. and uh, drove out. My then I drove my my my, my Volkswagen Bug, <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, satellite radio. Serious Red just started, right? And it, it was like heaven, man. Because you know you, you drive before, and then you always hit these spots, man, where you can't get radio reception, and you know you're tired of listening to 
your own cassettes and your music and all that. But, you know, satellite radio was just amazing. I could listen to, to, to jazz from the time I left New York the time I landed, I was, I was listening to comedy stations. I was listening to show tunes. I was listening to, I was listening to everything. Radio, radio classics like The Shadows of 1942. I mean, I was listening to everything. <laughs> no, I yeah. yeah. Yeah, satellite, satellite ESPN, radio save, saved you. Yeah, ESPN got to hear the talking, the talking heads on, on, uh, on satellite. That had to and help baseball. Right. You know, you could, you could tell listening to baseball on the West Coast at like, at like one o'clock. And, you know, then by the time you hit the West Coast, you start the, the, the late games, you know, like, the, you know, the 7 o'clock games on the West. Right. You know, you know, so, uh, no, it's it's, uh, it's great now, of course. You know, satellite radio has got even better, and, you know, the technology is, you could, you know, it's, it's really great, so. Yeah, you, know. you, you, can even, you can even do a podcast on your way out. You could, yeah, man, you could even, you know, hook it up, you know, you you're using the Zoom and, you know, do a nicely, nice sounding podcast. Great. You know, so it's all good. Um, yeah, so we got. How are you feeling about the, huh? Yeah, so we got the, the NFL NFL playoffs. And, you know, we, we, we segue from college football to the to the NFL. We got a, another big week. It started last week with the, with the wild card games. And, uh, you know, while you were away, uh, some things happened in terms of, uh, you know, I wanted to definitely wanted to get your opinion oh, on boy. the whole uh, Odell Beckham fiasco, which I think people are still talking about. I think, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm watching shows. They're still talking about Odell Beckham uh, going to Miami and dropping passes in Green Bay. So, yeah. what, what, what do you think about well, all you that? Know, you know, I man, I, well, I killed I don't know, a number of years ago when um, Eli ran or led the Giants to their first Super Bowl under him. It was the same thing. They were, you know, the, the Cowboys had a buy, and Tony Romo and uh, Jason Witten went down to Cabo, uh, uh, Mexico. Right, Cabo. You know? Yeah, Cabo, wherever it is. And uh, you know, they came back and they lost. And I said, you know, that's why this guy's not serious. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, because that's that's who he is. And right. of course, they have not. I think under the Romo, they've won one playoff game. Right, and that's like in. 10 years or something like that, because he's not serious. And uh, you got to question Beckham, too. Mm. You know, I mean, I think we've, are, we've already realized his judgment cannot be trusted, you know. Right. Um, young young kid, and, you know, but I guess they're all, they're all young. But, so I mean, but there are a lot excuse. of young kids that right. don't do that. Right. You know, I mean, I think you can't keep giving him passes. Mm, okay. Um, you, know, you, you do something like that. And and then you know you come back and you have a terrible game. <laughs> right, right, right. That's the I thing. Mean, I mean, you can't, you can't. And regardless, I mean, even if even if he hadn't gone out there and and he plays like he did, he dropped you know he dropped a touchdown pass. He dropped a you know early in the game. He dropped a first a pass that would have been a first down, which is you know could you know changes the momentum of the game. I mean, regardless, if you're the big time player and you have that kind of game in in your first playoff you know first playoff game or any playoff game, you know people are going to come at you. But you know, you throw the you As throw well, the trip on top should. of it. Yeah, no question about it. You know. Yeah, you know, I hear people. Well, you know, <clears throat> what are we going to do with him? I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, he, he is a talent, right? He's, I mean, a talent to say the least. I mean, he he, you know, he's broken all the records in terms of, you know, being the fastest player to you know get this number of catches or this number of touchdowns. Uh, he basically carried the Giants into into the position they were in. So yeah, I mean, you just gotta you just gotta you know work with him and try to get him you know hope hopefully he matures faster. But in terms of uh, talent, there's not too many out there. You're not gonna find another Odell Beckham out there. So you know, and 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 like I said, if it wasn't for him, now let's not you know let's not forget they would not be anywhere near where they were. So good. So that means he gets. It's like somebody comes and and builds you know builds you a fence, <laughs> a nice fence. And then you'll thank you. Then they come down and tear it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, thanks that. a lot. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's all well and good, but I mean, what does it mean? You 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 let you let the team down. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know that you know he's always going to grow for it. Well, I don't know that. I mean, you know, you never know. You know, you never know what's happening. Then, you know, 
And then everybody's talking about Eli. Is mm-hmm. Eli kind of on the downslide of his career? Um, right, and he's, what, know, 30, he's about 36, so that's, you know, that's a given. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, could they have beaten Green Bay? Exactly. You know, Probably, yeah. Green Bay is looking pretty good. Yeah, Green Bay Green Bay is looking very you know, very good, especially especially that day. And they were home. It was at Green Bay, yeah. tough place to win, everybody knows that. Uh Rogers yeah. is on fire. But you know, that that brings us to to this week. Um and you got another young guy who who's gonna be tested and has had people talking about him, you know, uh all season, whether he should keep the job or not, and that's uh Dak Prescott. So they, and they host yeah. Green Bay this week in a, obviously a big game. So, what do you think about that one? Yeah, well, I, I, I like that game. You know, trust me, they say Dak Dak is more focused. I mean, he may, I think he went and visited his mom or something. <laughs> right. um, but right. you know, this brother, this brother is focused, man. I think right. that whole team is focused. Right. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, again, I like, I like, you know, I like Dallas. You, you know, I keep. You know, betting against Aaron Rodgers, but the guy is playing off the chart. Well, he's playing like he's kind of been playing. You know, um, right? Great player. I know. Uh, yeah, but you know, I, I like uh, I like Prescott. I like the folk. I love their offensive line. Right. You know, and and the running game. Right, Elliott. Um, Ezekiel Elliott. Great, great, great. Another rookie. Another great running back. I mean, they have the weapons. They got. They still got Des Bryant as a receiver. So they have. They have. They have a lot yeah. of weapons, and Prescott, as you know, he, he hasn't he hasn't blinked yet. So I'm I'm not going to bet against him, especially when Dallas has been a better team all year and they're at home. And Prescott in all in every big game so far has shown up. There's no reason for me to bet against him now. Right, right, yeah. Now I think it'll be a great game. Then um, then you got Seattle. The and other Atlanta. compelling game is uh, Pittsburgh. Well, Pittsburgh and. Uh, Kansas, at Kansas City. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Kansas City is tough. You know, you never know, man. I mean, Roethlisberger, uh, uh, brother. I mean, I kind of like Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. I like Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh, and I give. I you know, I like. That's a tough. Obviously, Kansas City, a tough place to play. They could easily lose that game, but I like you know Pittsburgh a lot of a lot of time. We didn't another thinking of talking about Pittsburgh. It just reminded me how uh, Terry Bradshaw had called. Um, uh, the co- coach Tomlin uh, basically said he wasn't a good coach; he was just a cheerleader. <laughs> so, wow. so we'll you know, Boy. which is ridiculous. I mean, he has a he has a Super Bowl championship. Uh, they're eleven and five this year. It seems like they're like eleven and five every year, pretty much. They're always in the mix. Um, so, but maybe maybe he could maybe he could brush that. Maybe a, maybe a win in KC could change Bradshaw's mind and uh, you know say you know convince him he's more than a cheerleader. Right, then, and then when Bradshaw's interview, he'll bring a pom pom. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Yeah, he should. You know, he'll make him eat it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, but you know, you got you know, you know Bradshaw, man. This guy's never been like the lightest, uh, the, the, the brightest balls in the, in, the, in the on the ceiling. You know. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I, and you can tell by that comment because that's just ridiculous. I mean, you know, yeah, say what you say what true. you want, but. I mean, so who so who is a good coach then? You know. Yeah, I mean, what does it mean? I mean, you know, uh, you know, Belichick, Belichick got fired. Right. You know, the, you know, so I mean, that's you know, that's ridiculous. I mean, but Tomlin, I think just he, I think he he does need to, um, you know, go a little deeper in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, and, and that him and everybody else. I mean, right. Andy Reid. Right. You know, yeah, pretty much everybody. Everybody except another. Belichick has to prove themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's, only, he's the only one that has proved himself. Right. You know? Exactly. You know. So. You know? Yeah. And I think they're going to come out again. I think they're going to come out. I think they're going to represent. Unless there's some kind of miraculous, you know, Houston. I just. No, I mean. No, it's not happening. I can't. I, yeah, that's yeah. not. That's not. Happening. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't even think you should watch that game. I think we should boycott the game. Really. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I'm not watching. Yeah, I'm not watching Houston, and uh, forget it. But uh, no, actually, I, I think uh, you're probably. I mean, obviously, New England's the favorite to come out of the AFC. But I, I think Pittsburgh has a chance. Obviously, I give Pittsburgh a much better chance than I would give Kansas City if Kansas City uh, won that game, because um, Pittsburgh has weapons. Um, 
So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And there's also that, there's also that Seattle-Atlanta game, which is interesting. Atlanta had that's, a good – Now, that's going to be – Yeah. Atlanta had a I, good I regular Dallas, season. Yeah, that's going to be a great game. Yeah. And Seattle, you know, been there, done that. They have all these veterans, tough guys on the team. Um, but they got to go to Atlanta. Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's known – you know, they have that soft reputation. So right. we shall see. Uh, you know, I think people are leaning towards Seattle in that one, just based off history. Yeah, I can't like Atlanta. I mean, I, I don't like Atlanta, but mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 I favor them. I mean, I love to see Russell Wilson get back to Zoo, but I think Atlanta. Yeah, no, I mean Seattle's been shaky all year. All. You know, they've been up and down. Yeah, they're, you know, and, but they're at home. I think if they're in Seattle, you no. Know, there'd be no question. Right. But they're playing indoors. They're playing on a, that fast track. Right. Um, you know, so I think, uh, and then, you know, uh, Seattle's down when Earl Thomas is not there, and that's a big loss. Right. You know, um, so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Atlanta's going to win that one, and this could be their year. I mean, you know, that'll be you know, set up a showdown, either showdown with Atlanta or Green Bay or Atlanta Dallas. It's going to be a great, uh, a great game. I mean, it's going to really be a great game. Yeah, no, the, the NFC is, uh, is you know, it's it's deep and it's it's, it's going to be an entertaining uh, playoffs. Uh, the AFC, you know, I'm just hoping. I'm I'm hoping for that New England Pittsburgh matchup because I think that would be fun. That will be a nice one. That that'll be good. I do think Pittsburgh could could beat them. That's, right. They're they're funky enough. Right. They're tough enough. They're rough enough. Right. They you know they're cheerleading. You know they're cheerleading enough. <laughs> they got good cheerleaders. They're cheerled. Yeah. Right. They're cheerled well enough right. to to win that game. You know I I I'd like that. I think that'd be a great a great game next Sunday. All right. Um, yeah. So, so move, um, moving away from so, uh, the you know, NFL, you want to go to this? You want to you want to talk? Uh, you want to talk Knicks or no? Are you, or is that just too much for you? Yeah, let's take let's take a, let's take a break and come right back. <laughs> All right. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and thirty day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash Bill Roden on Sports. Over one hundred eighty thousand titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP three player. Again, that's www dot audibletrial dot com backslash Bill Roden on sports. Check it out. Um, you know, before we before we end, man, as I continue to ride west, um, what's going on? Do the Knicks still have a basketball team? Have they disbanded them yet? Uh, I mean, it's it's getting close. I think uh, I think I think uh, I think they're they're about to contract them. You know, or maybe or maybe they should. Maybe maybe Silver should because it's it's. It's getting ugly, and I think I mean you predicted this early on. I mean, you kind of you know I'm looking back at this, and I'm like, yeah, you know they have the talent to be. I always they had all this talent that they got in, in the free agency, and and actually all these guys have been pretty much playing well, but they still find ways to just to just become a disaster, and 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 that's happening now. They've lost they've lost nine of their last ten games. They lost the the Seventy Sixers wow. last night. And then the Derrick Rose thing. Derrick Rose, a uh, couple couple games ago, uh, I forget who they who they were playing, but he just did, he did not. He was there for the shoot around. Did not show up for the game. Nobody knew where he was. It's all over Twitter. Everybody going crazy. Like where's Derrick Rose? Worrying about his health, even you know, hoping he's fine. And then Noah after the game says, "Oh, you know, I talked to him and he's fine. You know, you know, I I can't really say much more." And and that's it. And then <laughs> we're like, I mean, I've never. I mean, that's very rare. You don't see players not show up for games without. I mean, just not show up. Just not show up. Yeah. So, I don't know. Suppose this. I don't, we don't even know what the story is. Like, I think he said he 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 flew out to Chicago to you know for a family issue or something. But it's you know it's kind of murky. I don't. We don't know what happened. But that's right. that can't be a good sign. Yeah, and things. I mean. You know, I mean, we forget sometimes these guys do have lives, right? And and issues and families, you know, and things happen. 
Right. You know, but and, you gotta, you know, you gotta make you know, a, you know, you got cell phones now. Just you know, text. You could text them. Say, I gotta, I gotta be somewhere. Well, didn't he text? He, he, I'm sure he texted Phil Jackson or Jeff Hornacek. No, he didn't. He did not. He, he was a no show. You know, he was nobody knew where he now, was. Now, somebody's saying also it could be a little protest because he's been getting benched. Right. He um, yeah. He was. They sat him. To, uh, Hornacek. Uh, uh, sat him down in the fourth quarter. I think two games in a row prior to that. One, the, the right. first time it actually worked. They were, they were, they had like a six-seven game losing streak going, um, and they're at they were at Milwaukee. After that, they had lost. They had just lost a last second, you know, on a last second shot to Milwaukee. Then they had a home and home. They went to Milwaukee, a valiant comeback in the fourth quarter. He didn't play. They played Ron Baker the whole fourth quarter, and it worked, and they won. And then the next right. game. They played horribly. The whole team, you know, they came back and laid an egg, and he didn't play in that fourth quarter either. So that was my thought at first. Like he's just he's not he can't be happy right now, um, right. So, you know. So I mean, you know, and I and I've I've been at a few Knicks games uh, this season. You know, been in the locker room, and I don't know. He he's he doesn't. You know, I don't really I don't have any relationship with Rose. I, I don't. I had never been around him before, but he just doesn't. He he seems like he could be. You know, he just seems like he could be a little depressed, or he's not—he's definitely not happy. It doesn't seem happy, you know. Or maybe mm. that's just—maybe that's just—you know—he doesn't like the media obligation part of it. I don't know, but you know, he just—you uh, know—and even after the after the Milwaukee game, which or the home game, which they lost, um, you know, he he was saying he was he was saying things like, "Hey, you know, I just don't get any calls, you know, so it's it's my fault, you know, I don't I don't get called, you know, so it did." He was just in a, like a depressed state, you know, in that last the last home game prior to prior to disappearing. Well, yeah. So yeah, again, like same, you know, the big picture, same on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was the original point. That was the original yeah, point. Always, I mean, which is what you, you which is what you said right away. You know, off you were saying that all off season. You said at the beginning of the season that it's the same old Knicks. Yeah, the only they, I know they give thanks. Thanks for for the Brooklyn Nets, you know, <laughs> right. to, to have somebody's worse than they are. Right, but the Nets uh, to the point of irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. and but and the, yeah, they're the Nets have absolutely no talent. For, you know, based, you know, it is what it is. They have no talent, but they play hard, and they they probably won more games than they should have. With the Knicks, mm. they have all this talent, and to me, you know, everybody's like. Everybody's like, oh, they just need to, you know, the coaches, coaching staff, the players, you know, keep saying, oh, we just need to play better defense. You know, we just need to pick it up on the defensive end. That defense is a culture. You know, you don't you don't right. pick it up midseason. Like, either you're going to be a good defensive team or not, and you know that in the preseason because of because it's emphasized, you know. So, you don't, you don't, don't tell me that. Either you know as a, as a team – whether whether you whether you're a tough-minded defensive team, it's not something you can pick up, you know, mid-season. So, and that and that to me falls back on Phil, who who hired a coach Hornacek, who's not known as any kind of defensive coach. He could have went out there, got, you know, he didn't try to get Thibodeau, he didn't try to get Van Gundy. He wanted, I don't know what he wanted. He didn't want a defensive coach. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that uh, I'm not sure who he could have gotten. Um, so, you know, again. Yeah, same on Knicks. I mean, <laughs> good thing that he gets he gets paid. But you saw where Genie they broke out the yes. engagement. Yes, yes. Uh, who 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 you think broke that up? Her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, yeah. just mixed bad luck all the way around. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I, true. I, mean I, I I couldn't read the tea leaves on that one. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounded like where she said, "I'm fully focused on my." My team. I don't right. have any. You know, there's no more room. <laughs> right, right. It's that. It's that. It's that Nick. It's that Nick's uh, scent on you. You know, turns people off. Yeah, that's right. I don't want that to rub off. <laughs> you know, we're gonna. The Lakers will be back. Right. You guys won't be. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, I hear you. Well, so yeah, so that's enough. Yeah. That's enough Nick's talk. It's depressing. But um, did you did you get a ch- what about uh you know in real life did you get a chance to check out the the Obama fer- farewell? I I did, uh, and um, yeah, it was um, you know, it was uh, sobering. Mm-hmm. You know that 
And I know that, you know, some people are crying and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's definitely the end of an era. And uh, you know, hold on to your hat. Hold on. Speaking of that, did you get a chance to see the, the Trump press conference yesterday? I Talk. did not. I've been, I've been hearing it. I've, you know, the great thing about driving. Right. Uh, I listen to the uh, politics channel, and they've been playing it over. There's been analysis and reanalysis. Analysis. Uh, like I said, hold on, hold on to your hat, man. Oh, my God. I mean, I've never seen anything like that. It was like a complete shit show. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I've never—I I don't know what to say. I just never seen anything like that. He's—he's he's screaming on at reporters, you know, refusing to answer, right. calling them fake news, calling CNN fake. Like, I mean, that's fake news. I mean, that's fake news. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And so we—we we're, we're really good. Wow. This is what we're going to be d- doing for for four years. Yeah. Well, you know, you heard—you know—remember Les's, Les's, uh, Les Payne's, uh, right? Um, uh, podcast. Which everybody should listen to because that was a great podcast. Great, great podcast. Uh, but he, he said, "Well, I don't know. You know, we'll see if the guy finishes up this term." <laughs> yeah. From the looks of that press conference, it, it made me, you know, start to think he you know, he might not finish it out because that's just that was just the most ridiculous thing I'd ever seen from a president. Yeah, he may just, he may just quit. So you know what, I'm done. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, so, so VP, you got it. You take it. <laughs> So yeah, you know, I don't, you know, everybody everybody says the same thing. I, I don't know whether to laugh or cry. So I guess. Yeah, well, laugh, man. You know, right. I think you always got to keep. Trust me. You know, your grandfather, your great great grandfather, your great great grandfather. They all had worse stuff than we got to deal with, and they had some way to find optimism. So this is a piece of cake. They probably, if they came up and said, "You all are what? <laughs> you just gotta, you you know, get back out there." Right. Right. Yeah. That's true. You're, you're soft. They, they would call it soft. You're just soft. <laughs> That's true. You're right. You're very, very correct. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we've always prospered and survived. We will this time. We just have to, you know, strap our chin straps back on and, you know, tie a sneaker a little tight and uh, have some more more um, uh, honest locker room talk. Right. When we're in the locker room, you know, got a little bit more, a little real with each other and call each other out a little more, you know. Um, you know, you know, it's not like the last eight years were like a kind of picnic, you know. Right. You right. Know? We're back yeah, gotta get back we in. gotta get back to get get back to playing, you know. Right. So Right. You know, right. well hey, 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 hey man, so listen, Jamal and friends, we're gonna you know, I think uh we're gonna head back continue going west. Um you know, but I'm glad we were able to connect and you know, talk Beckham and talk playoffs and talk the Invisible Knicks and <laughs> talk little NCAA playoff games. And uh, what what do you got going this week? Uh, we well, I was just at the Mayweather, or well, not the Mayweather, but there's a there's a Brooklyn big Brooklyn fight uh, at Barclays Center on Saturday uh, between uh, Jack and De, and DeGale, Badu Jack and James DeGale, and Mayweather is promoting it you know Mayweather Promotions is promoting it his his fighter is actually uh Badu Jack uh so he he was he gave a press conference today and you know I, you know Mayweather's always entertaining so I'm gonna check out that that fight and uh you know try to you know try to get back into boxing a little bit they're trying to turn it up it's a showtime fight so that it'll be on Saturday night at 9 30 um okay so yeah I'm trying to I'm trying to get back into boxing a little you know I've always I'm all Obviously, I'm a, I'm a boxing fan, but I just haven't gotten deep into it, you know, in the past ten years or so. Yeah, hey, well, no reason to. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. I'm trying to be nice, you know. Outside, outside of Mayweather. Right. Um, so yeah. Well, listen, enjoy enjoy the fight, and um, you know, everybody, you know, uh, enjoy uh, the podcast. And Jamal, you can tell them what they need to do to continue to, um, you know, our numbers are, you know, we. We have a loyal, growing following, so uh, tell them what they need to do. Yeah, no question. And, you know, look for us on iTunes, Bill Roden on Sports, Twitter, at BrosPod, Instagram, at BrosPod. We're on SoundCloud. Uh, check out Bill Roden on Sports there. Uh, Facebook, there's a Bill Roden on Sports page. You're all over the place, man. You know, you're all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now, right, including being in Beaumont, Texas. In Beaumont, in Beaumont, Texas, and at the Undefeated, check out that article, uh, Locker Room Talk, which, you know, more of those coming, I'm sure. Yeah. But this this was a very, very 
very good read and must read really. Yeah, and uh, you 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 can also watch you at CBS Local. You uh, what's your next piece going to be for CBS Local? It'll be something. It'll be something play, football playoffs related. We'll see what happens with this uh, Green Bay Dallas game. It'll probably probably yeah. depend on that. But uh, yeah, so you know, uh, follow follow me on Twitter at Blackatologist. Um, I've been been writing uh, on CBS uh, Sports Local and and blogging whenever I can. So check that out. Theblackatologist.com. Follow Bill at WC Roden. Um, don't hate. Just because he's asking, uh, you know, <laughs> questions that need to be asked, you know. Yeah, but if, if you hate, just click. <laughs> or, or, or hate, it's all good, right? You know, at least at least they're listening. Yeah, it's all good. That's right. In this environment, yeah, we just need click. Hey Jamal, listen, man, you have a great weekend. You uh, too. Enjoy, and uh, you know we'll see everybody next week with another version of Bill Roten on sports. Take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.